This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're going to go down on the farm. There's some interesting stuff going on down on the farm. And we too. know a lot of people are excited about future giant prospects. We'll get into it in just a second. Want to remind you, you're listening to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast with Joe Shasky, Mark Willard. Make sure you are subscribed. Share the podcast with all your friends and family as well and tell them that they have to subscribe or you will not speak to them ever again. All right, on to uh, the farm. Sort of a split feel, if you will, with the guys that we hear about. Let's start with, there's, there's three guys, actually four guys. There's four guys that you hear a lot about. Mm-hmm. And I think two of them are stock up or stock staying up. Two of them are stock down. And it's really kind of been interesting because there's not a lot of guys who are playing the middle. For the names that we hear that have pushed the Giants farm system into a top five, top 10 farm system in baseball right now, we're all waiting to wonder when that's going to start bearing fruit so that the Giants don't need to call the Mariners every time they need somebody to start what on is a Wednesday going on? afternoon, right? What so is going on there? Are we getting closer? Some of them are saying yes, yeah. some of them are not. Yes. Here's the four guys I'm talking about. Let's start with Kyle Harrison, who just got promoted to double A. I don't know if you've had a chance to see any of the highlights, but it looks so damn nasty. This left-handed pitcher has potentially reached a spot where he is the most untouchable prospect for the Giants, not Marco Luciano. I mean, and Luciano's done nothing wrong. We'll get to that in a second. But Harrison looks like a big-time arm on the way. When you watch him, it's almost impossible to not get Rodon vibes like lefty who throws absolute shed and has a devastating breaking ball. The local kid out of De La Salle. I've been kind of tracking him for a long time. He, he I love his delivery. He's got the big high leg kick. And when you're an, a lefty that throws 95 plus consistently and effortlessly, the strikeout rates are through the roof. I mean, this guy looks like untouchable in my book. Like that's the way I would view him untouchable. I would, you've got to keep this guy. Okay, do you feel that way about Luciano as well? Right now, the slash line is 303, 373, 563. So uh, he he is looking really good. Eight home runs. Um, His walk rate is up. We know how much the Giants really Mm -hmm. value that. It was at about 7% last year. It's at 9%. If he gets more selective at the plate, more balls are going to come into the zone. More balls are going to go over the fence. Luciano on that team in Eugene that has so much name value, he's holding up his end of the bargain. 
I, I again, he's in my untouchable bra- bracket as well. Like, I mean, look at when you are getting compared physically to Alex Rodriguez. Now, come on, Alex, one of the greatest baseball players who ever lived. The steroids notwithstanding, I, I'm just, I, I'm not. I gotta see it first. Let me, let me get a little taste before I go sending you away. This is what happened with the White Sox when they made that trade uh, with the Padres for James Shields. They, they got real, you know, over the top on it, and they, and they give up one of. I mean, let's be honest, he's been hurt, but he's been one of the great players in baseball. When you have a 6-2 frame and you hit the ball and you have range and an arm at shortstop, that's what every team is looking for. So there's no way I'm getting rid of him. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Now, here's the other side of the coin. And this is one that honestly, like, I was wondering. and, And now I know why. Because, for instance, in that series finale, um, against the Mets where the Giants go uh, go out there and win nine to three out there in center field for the game was Stuart Fairchild. Okay. Stuart Fairchild, your center fielder. And I'm thinking, okay, it, it, by the way, he went over four with two strikeouts. <laughs> and, was he wearing like, 78? Okay, if you're, you're going to do that, where's Ramos? I, where is he? He's struggling. He came up earlier in the year. He looked great. So what's going on? So we dive in. Let's take a look. Bro, he's hitting 181. I know. Uh, He's hitting 181. And so it's another gentle reminder. And again, this is just one month in the minors. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if Elliot Ramos is ever going to be that guy. Um, He's he's really, really struggling right now. And uh, he's a prospect we've been hearing about for three years. And and he's now suddenly arrived at a point where even when they need just a center fielder for a day or two, uh, they're deciding that he's not it. I'm willing to give the kid an emotional pass. You get called up, you get sent back down. I mean, that's just got to be tough. Like, even if he knew on the front end, you get a little taste uh, of being in the bigs, and then you got to go back down to Sacramento. No disrespect to Sacramento. I meant more the minor league system. That's just got to be very difficult. And he's got the three homers. One of them was on his return, like the first game back yeah, yeah, yeah. down in Sacramento. So he has been struggling, and – I just looked at all of his raw numbers in the minors leading up to this year. I really believe this is a guy. I just think it's going to take some time. I think it might take another six months to a year before we see Ramos. And I thought maybe he would be fast tracked early on this year. Now I'm kind of pumping the brakes. Yeah. OPS is 268. Not good. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Or I mean, that's the, um, that's the slugging right now. Slugging is 268 on base, 285. Yeah. Add the whole thing up and it's barely over 500. Really, really rough right now for Ramos. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's another guy, and I'm going to admit, and and I'm no dream crusher. I've not watched him in person, but I've had sort of a a wobbly feel about him from the beginning, and that's Hunter Bishop. Hunter Bishop is is like we've yet to see any stretch from him that has been really, really encouraging. This was one of the very early Farhan Zaidi, first round draft picks. Era high school. And, and right. So I'm just, I'm starting to wonder if Bishop is ever going to work out or if the better thing to do is before he's been down there too long and before 
some of the shine comes off if it hasn't already. Is Bishop somebody who should be involved in conversations or offers if you do start a conversation about Juan Soto or anyone mm-hmm. else for that matter? I would be completely supportive of that. So uh, hearing about Bishop, right? And his brother obviously was with Seattle. He got acquired by the, the San Francisco Giants as well. One went to Bellarmine, one went to Sarah. I've been following these guys for a long time, and I've heard from a lot of different people. Some people thought he was overdrafted 10th overall. He's like the third, fourth best player on that Arizona State team that had Torkelson, right? He goes, I think, 10th overall to the San Francisco Giants. He's been hurt. He's been hurt a lot in the minor leagues. He truly missed out in that COVID year. I think that that entire year of development completely stalled him out. When I saw him in spring training this year, his body looked more like Will Myers. I thought he was going to be more ripped. He's real skinny. He's got some speed to him. I don't think the powers materialized. I'm very worried about Hunter Bishop. I, yeah. I just am. I'm really, and all I'm looking at is raw baseball reference minor league numbers. Yeah, absolutely. A couple other names just to throw yeah. out there that people have been listening to for a few years now. Uh, Luis Matos, really, really down. He's only hitting 152 about him. Yeah. Luis Toribio is hitting 160. So there are a couple guys that, that the giants are really excited about that are struggling. Uh, Will Wilson's doing pretty good. That's the guy that they basically stole from the angels. Yeah. Right. Right. So he's doing pretty good. Keep this name in mind, David Villar. Mm -hmm. This guy's OPS right now, North of a thousand 14 home runs and an increased walk rate. That's someone we hadn't been hearing a lot about, and he's trying to uh, knock on the door. Can he play third bay? I mean, a catcher? Excuse me? Can he play catcher? Uh, This team could really use that right now. Look, all these prospects that we hear about, like there's going to be some that are going to come up and just underwhelm. Remember, for years we heard about the Cubs. They've got so many prospects. Oh, they're all going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. And really, none of them are all world. You know what I mean? Like, they just aren't. I mean, it's just, you know, Castro and Schwarber. Schwarber's a really good player, but Chris Bryant, like, none of them has reached their maximum potential. So there's always this suspect possibility when it comes to these prospects. Okay, so let's say the Giants make a phone call about Juan Soto. Give me the list that you would not include Mm -hmm. in the conversation. Right now, there are two players that I deem to be untouchable. It's Luciano. It's Kyle Harrison. I'm just looking at comparable trades over the last few years. I referenced that James Shields trade with Fernando Tatis. Since then, the discernment on these trades has never been higher when it comes to teams unwilling to give away top prospects. I think the best comp, even though he's older, Francisco Lindor, with one full year of uh, team control, was traded for the ninth, 12th, and 15th best prospect, knowing that the Mets would have to give him $300 million. So... I think it would cost more than that. I think it's going to be your third, fourth, or fifth best prospect, plus another top eight prospect, and then another top 10 prospect. That's, I think, the starting. When you have numbers in your first four years that are comparable to Ted Williams, you're not going to get them away for a bag of chips. Right. Uh, I want what you just said to be true. (laughs) I want, in other words, I want the giants to win a Juan Soto battle without touching Luciano or Harrison. That would be perfect because Soto does have two more years of team control, by the way, and And then, and then you'd have to do whatever you're going to do. But there's also a piece of me that's like, well, wait a minute. You're hoping you're hoping Marco Luciano becomes Juan Soto. So if you can have Juan Soto, why wouldn't you give up 
Marco Luciano. I'm, it's not that I'm not with you. I like if these guys become stars in other uniforms, that would just, it makes you want to puke. Um, but at the same time, uh, geez, it's like, why, like, what are you, what are you waiting for? If you can just have it right now? Well, I think the way I view it and maybe I'm wrong. You, you could tell me if I'm wrong here, the position, like he's an outfielder yeah, yeah. free agency. You get a lot of outfielders shortstop hard to find the young shortstops, especially in, you know, the draft and stuff. And like the ones that come and hit free agency, they want 350 million. And you know, those final four or five years, they're not going to be playing shortstop. I mean, they're just not Machado already moved to, to third yeah. base. So I don't know. I just, maybe the position I think matters to me. And plus knowing Aaron judge, could be a free agent factors into it, but you don't want to get in an arms race in free agency because then anything can happen. Right. No doubt. And I hear you because that left side of the infield is just a wee bit long in the tooth for the giants right now. So right? if Luciano could hold it down and <sighs> Crawford and Longo are gone, if he could hold it down for the next decade, that is very, very enticing. Totally get it. All right. I'm expecting a very, very good next episode because it's going to come after a series against the reds. Oh yeah. Right. If they don't win at least two of those, we got to come in and uh, and and wear Jacob Junis hair for uh, for the next episode. Uh, but assuming they can at least get two out of three, we'll put smiles on our face for our next episode that's coming up this weekend. Jacob Junis's hair reminds me of when the kids in South Park take off their beanies and the hair just froze out. Like now, it, it finally came to my head. I know exactly where I've seen that hair before. Yep, it is. Yeah, you, you, like you took the lid off. It's like it, it's like when you open up a soda that you shook. Like you just <laughs> open it up and everything went flying everywhere, all uh, over the place. Uh, um, all right, great stuff for Joe Shasky. Mark Willard, this is the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Make sure you're subscribed and do not miss any of our episodes that come at you two times per week.